Hi, Bill, and welcome to the Talking Pictures Podcast. Good morning, Tony. How are you in uh, all the way in London? Uh, what, what a wonderful uh, technology we have just to be able to chat like this. I know. It's incredible, isn't it? I never get over it. It's weird, but true. The last time you and I, I was in person with you was, I think, Pirate Radio. It's been that long. Oh, wow. Yeah, that is a while back. You, you've kept yourself very busy, and I'm, I'm so grateful. Uh, 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 you're one of my favorite actors, by the way. I should, I should start by ingratiating myself. No, that's good. I like, the, I like it when you talk like that. Thank you. Uh, and this story that we're talking about, Emma, by Jane Austen, is one of, one of the best comedies, I think, ever written. It is just a wonderful tale of social stature and romance and just biting into people's business. I agree. It's a wonderful story and it's a wonderful, uh, it's wonderful rich pickings for a movie. One of the first things Autumn DeWilde, the first time movie director who directed this movie, one of the first things she did was screen Bringing Up Baby with Cary Grant and Katherine Hepburn to give the younger cast a, a kind of tonal reference to what she was reaching for uh, in, the, in terms of screwball comedy. But also she wanted it to be properly romantic and have that big delivery of of passion in the in the in the final act i i think i think doing that is a brilliant idea because bringing up baby is certainly one of the classic comedies of of in film history it is an amazingly uh funny and yet still relevant movie yeah there's no movie that i like better than bringing up baby i always say it's in my top five it's probably number one I've, I think anyone who's seen Bringing Up Baby, I think the world, I think I would judge people on whether they liked Bringing Up Baby or not. You know what I mean? If you're going to get married, you would show the, the, your prospective bride Bringing Up Baby. If she didn't go crazy, marry someone else. Yeah, that's right. If she doesn't laugh, it's, that's it next. Um, yeah, it's over. Working with a first-time director like Autumn, uh, is there any trepidation on your part going, wow, she's new, I, I, does she know what she's doing? Or was it love at first sight? Well, it was kind of love at first sight, yeah, because she was so obviously so incredibly smart and also very different. And the way she spoke about things and the plans she had were so sophisticated and clever that I didn't, I had no trepidation at all. I've worked with, I don't know, maybe half a dozen first-time directors. And I, I, can't, I can't honestly say, you know, I just assume that they, they're prepared and they know what they're going to do. She has done, she's a very eminent photographer. She's done music videos with Florence and the Machine, Beck, Jack White, Ryan Adams, all kinds of people. She's done Prada commercials. She's done every kind, everything except direct a feature film. And now she's directed a feature film. I never had any doubts about her whatsoever. And brilliantly directed. Uh, one of the hardest things I think to direct is, you know, getting something like Jane Austen to work in a cinematic environment is a tough job. Yeah, she was aided by Christopher Blauvelt, who's also from California. They're both from California. And maybe that, I don't know if geography counts in this, uh, in this context, but I think it gave them a, a little bit of distance so they didn't fall into the usual conventions. And cinematically, they were both impeccable in that respect, given that they were, you know, they're both photographers and they were, they were uh, obsessive about every single thing in the frame, from every prop, every uh, pair of curtains, to your hair, to your tie, to everything that happened. And uh, you felt like... You know, and every, it's like every, the cliche is every frame could be hung on the wall. Tell me a little bit about your process, though. Uh, when somebody sends you a script, what do you look for 
in a character? Well, I look for a general quality of writing in the script, generally speaking. And, uh, you know, you get a nose for that. And, and whether its intentions are good and whether it's a good thing in the world. In terms of the character, well, you know, in a comedy, you look to see if you have any laughs. Uh, sometimes I don't know where the laughs are, but mostly you know where the laughs are. And, uh, you know, and, and just something that you feel you're not going to, you know, that you have some idea about how to play it. And you're not going to arrive on the set and panic. In the old days, I just used to have to take any job, whether I knew how to play it or not. And uh, I, su I suspect that the audience, I don't know whether they actually see much difference. But, it, you know, I like to think that I'm going there and I have something to offer and that I think I know what I'm doing. Michael Caine used to say that too. I used to take everything. It, it didn't matter because uh, I know what it was like to be hungry. Yes, quite, exactly. So, you know, you just had to go to work. Uh, but uh, these days I do get to pick and choose just a little bit, you know. So I'm great. In our final moments uh, that we have on this interview, by the way, thank you. Our time is so short. Uh, the future, I mean, you've got a few projects on, on the boards uh, coming up. What are, you, uh, what are you working on right now? Well, I'm about to film, uh, I'm going to make a film with a young, another young, not first-time director, but a young director called Oliver Hermandus. It's called Living. It's produced by the great English film producer Stephen Woolley, and, we're, and, and the screenplay is by Kazuo Ishiguru, the Nobel laureate, and he's adapted a Kurosawa movie called Ikuru, which means living, uh, from Japan to 1950s war-torn Britain. And it's about a man who's given six months to live and what he does with those six months. So that's, that's the next thing I, I will probably shoot. In the meantime, I am, I am in a movie called Minimata with Johnny Depp, which just pr premiered at the Berlin Film Festival, uh, which is a great role for Johnny Depp. He plays Eugene Smith, a life photographer, life magazine photographer in the 70s. It's a great story. It's a love story and it's heroic. Uh, so check it out. You've worked with Johnny uh, a few times uh, in, in, in the past as well. He's a brilliant actor. Um, yeah. And, and congra congratulations on, on, on everything that you're doing. By the way, About Time is, is uh, my wife's favorite movie of yours. Uh, it, it, just a brilliant, brilliant film. Well, thank you. I think About Time, I walk everywhere. I don't own a car. And I think every, people who talk to me, and I talk to a lot of people, uh, about Time has become the film that most people talk to me about most of the time. I think it's entered the language in a really satisfying way. It's one of my favorites, too. I think Richard Curtis, who I've worked with many times, uh, you know, delivers, always delivers in whatever genre. And in that one, I think he, he, uh, he delivered something very special. Bill, thank you so much for your time this morning. I appreciate it. You are an amazing gentleman, and I can't wait to catch up with you on a junket and uh, sit with you in person. Thank you. That's very kind of you. Thank you. My pleasure.